I have this great idea, but for some reason I just don't seem to take action on it. Or I read a great book that has some great ideas on things that would help change my life or change my family or change the world. And yet I still haven't done anything. Today on this edition of Ask Sensei, we're going to talk about one of the biggest impacts to why you're not doing the things that you really want to do or what's really affecting your emotions. And that's the language that we speak. Let's kick it. Hey, Sensei Randy. On today's episode of Ask Sensei, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects when it comes to uh, changing uh, us and how we feel and what we do, and that is the patterns of language that we use. Um, if you've ever walked into our studio, one of the things you definitely notice is the first thing we do when you walk in is we greet you and we say, how are you doing today? And the response, I know you just said it, I'm outstanding. That's one of the triggers that we build into everybody that walks into our studio. We make sure that when you walk in, no matter the day you're having or what's going on in your life, when you walk in, you know that everything's outstanding. And when you do that, I bet you just smiled as well. And the parents all joke about it because we do it with the kids, but we always ask the parents too. And it's amazing how many of them turn around and use the exact same answer, right? That's one of the triggers we built. It's a pattern that we built into the way that we speak and the language that we use to help change our emotions and feelings. So we're going to take a quick dive today into our language and our language patterns and how it's affecting us in our everyday life and we don't even think about it. So basically studies say the estimates put the number of words in the English language somewhere around a million words. So in total, there's about a million words in the English language. Uh, some of them are antiquated. We don't use them anymore. Some of them are just variations of different words we use. But uh, typically they say um, it's about 170,000 words that are in use in the English language total. And in the course of someone's life, they're typically going to use maybe between two and 3,000 words. That's it. So of all those words, there's only a small number that we use every day. And what we find is we have definite patterns in the language that we use. There are certain words that we use a lot. And the thing with those words that we use a lot and those patterns that we have with those words, we need to be careful because we can set ourselves up for either success or failure by choosing to use words that either empower us or distract us or slow us down. So... For example, in the English language, your language controls your emotion. The language you use, the words you use have a definite impact on you and what you think. The human brain, when it processes what you do or the language that you speak, it doesn't differentiate between the two. That's why goals and dreams that you have that you verbalize and that you put out there, your brain tends to release those endorphins, get those emotions going because it really can't process the difference between what you say and what you actually are doing. So because of that, we need to be very careful about the language we use. And we use the example of when you walk into our studio, how we always ask you, how are you doing today? And a, a couple things that I really enjoy about that. One, it's when the kids walk in and you can see as they're walking up, they're having a bad day, they're just not feeling it. And they walk in the door and we don't let them off the hook, we push. 
sometimes they don't want to answer us because they know what we're looking for. And it's amazing that when they finally do let go and give us that outstanding, how quickly their body shifts and how quickly their emotions change. And again, the parents that walk in the door, when we ask them, they always laugh. And a cool new thing that we're starting to see is a lot of parents are saying how they're actually bringing it out and they're taking it to work with them and they're having people at work do it and the impact that it's having, which is great. So the reason language is so important is your words control your thoughts, your thoughts control your emotions, your emotions are what you feel and what you experience in life, what you do. So when we look at the English language and emotions, there's about 3,000 words in the English language that have to do with emotion, somewhere between two and uh, somewhere around 3,000 words. And about 70% of those words are negative. They're scared, they're sad, they're depressed. Whereas only about a third of them are positive, which is why so many people have so much going on, why they have this. You hear so much about people being depressed nowadays. Um, a lot of it has to do with the language that we use. We tell ourselves we're depressed. We have so many ways to describe how miserable we are and how horrible things are. And so much fewer words to explain how excited, how happy, how energized we are. And it definitely has an impact. We also have patterns that we use in language. Uh, just like, you know, how are you today? Outstanding is a pattern. You're going to have patterns that you develop around words. You're going to self-sabotage yourself if you get into those patterns. A lot of times when you're talking to somebody, for example, if you're at a um, family event and somebody brings up somebody that passed away, you go into that sad state, you, you just kind of shut down. Whereas if somebody starts asking you, say, about the birth of your child or um, your child's recent birthday or graduation, it automatically elevates you, it brings your state up. So. Having control over our language, having control over our words is really important to actually having good control over our emotions and the emotions that we feel. And again, the emotions that we feel control all that we're going to do, what we're going to go after, what we're going to see, what we're going to feel, experience. So we need to make sure as we're getting into our language patterns, we use words that empower us. So one of the exercises that we did is during the course of the day, I would jot down any words that had emotion and I would look at what those emotions were. Or if you want to kind of make this a simpler project for you, sit down and just write down the different emotions you experienced during the day. And what you're going to find is as you go through this exercise and you write down the emotions that you experienced, for example, at the end of the day, I look back at today and figure out what was I doing? What was I feeling? As I do that, I start associating these words and feelings to them. And I'm going to find out I have like basically two or three different emotions that I go through each day. And they all seem to tie into the words that I use as I'm getting into those states and getting into those feelings. So once I have my list, I can start to look and identify what emotions, what words am I using that are putting me in a negative state? And what words am I using to be in a more powerful state or a positive state? Right? The other word, we, the other thing we talk about with language are power phrases. And I have been using power phrases for almost two decades now. Uh, I learned it from one of my first experiences with uh, Tony Robbins, who talked about it in great detail. And I would do uh, my morning ritual consisted of a breathing ritual, 
a couple minutes of gratitude, and then I would always spend three minutes or so going through my power phrases in my head and telling myself, setting myself up for success for that day. And when I started my day from that place, I noticed everything just seemed easier. Everything seemed to flow. Opportunities just seemed to appear because my head was in the right space to have my eyes open and, and see stuff and acknowledge stuff. So using those power phrases definitely can put you in the right state. Uh, I did a lot of um, power phrases and power moves, for example, when I um, would do demonstrations and board breaking and it turned into, I would actually do it when I would do go into anything stressful and it's a real simple move for me. You'll hear me do it. It's a big breath and I just, you'll see me do it on the floor. I just like, as I'm getting ready to go at the start of every class, you'll see me. I just come out, boom. And I do that move and I have a phrase that I say in my head every time I do it. And I've been doing it for so long now that I can change my state fairly quickly. But as you're starting to get it, you need to take a little time, get those power phrases set up in your head, get those feelings, put yourself in a peak state and then attach something to it. Do a quick movement. Um, when I would walk into business meetings before I'd walk in the door, right? As I'm walking in the door, you'd see me do this, right? Um, similar when I walk on the floor here. So setting those power phrases up, you know, telling yourself, I'm unstoppable, I'm unstoppable, I'm unstoppable. Eventually your brain just absorbs that and it becomes your identity. Those words have so much power that they can definitely help control where you go. So make sure you're watching your language, watch what you tell yourself, and make sure you take a little time to tell yourself all those positive, strong, and empowering things that are gonna set you up for success in your day. Hope this helped, and I hope you have an amazing day. What's up?